Hello and welcome to episode 117 of Beyond the Weight with Henny and Sandy. Hello to you. And this is the last episode for the next couple of weeks that will be recorded that you and I are not in the same country. Mm-hmm. That's very exciting. <laughs> That's very exciting. Although the way that you sounded, it sounded like you were going to say, and this is the last episode for the next couple of weeks. And I was like, mm, pretty sure that's not true because we've already scheduled the next recording. <laughs> we have. But the next yes. episode that comes out, we will have recorded in the same room. I'm very excited about that. I'm also very excited. It feels a little unreal, actually. I know. I know. I'm all ready to go. Got all my stuff in order. Okay. Let me start. Yeah, okay. Because I have something that I that I want to ask you about that's just little. So this morning, yeah. I was I've been extremely busy with managing my own like little things that I have to accomplish, but also managing the life of my 18-year-old brother. And so it's been it's been busy and which is totally fine, but I already knew like I have to leave at this time I have to get this done before then I have to get him up I have to make sure this I have to do this I have to and then I had to be back in time because we had a date to talk and like and so I was trying to figure everything out and I thought well my stretch is just gonna have to wait until like later in the afternoon and then I got a little notification on my phone that said like Sandy just completed like upper body stretch and I was like oh she got she got it in there and i haven't done mine yet and then but and then i was like okay the stretch you did was 10 minutes i was like if i Mm -hmm. start that if i start that right now do i have enough time to squeeze that in before i have to call my brother and and get going i was like you know what i do and so I got it in there and I was very excited about it. I was very pleased to have the stretch done. Yeah. It felt really it felt really nice to actually just to take like those 10 minutes to like ah, before like the busyness of the day started, you know, because I was mm-hmm. already feeling a little hectic. But um the the stretch that we did is on the fit on app and it's with uh trainer christine bullock and it's an upper body stretch and there's one part near the beginning of the stretch where you're sitting cross-legged on the floor and then you lift one arm up and you sort of like Mm. lean over to the side to stretch out your side and then you lift, lift the other arm up you do the other side and so then she's just like chattering to you like while you're doing the stretches so she's telling you what to do and giving you cues for like what you should where you should feel the stretch and and like sit up or you know don't slouch down or put your shoulders like this or do that or whatever but then sometimes she's just like talking to you too just to fill the time like to fill this the airspace and so then we're doing these side stretches and she's like you know this is also really good for digestion so it's really helpful to do this first thing in the morning and it can really get you to go and then she like kind of winks at the camera like because yeah. she like made a you know made a little double entendre with needing to go you know and so then I thought oh Sandy I haven't heard a recent update about the magnesium okay so so that was a real long preamble to get to finding out how you're doing 
Okay, Henny, I have to tell you, so I had started taking magnesium before I went, we went away for the week. And then I had, I always take our stuff with us, but I forgot to pack that in. So then I was like, ugh. And then when you go away, you know, digestion is always a little bit different. And then I had the, the you know, yeah. the eco toilet and the whole situation. Anyways, yeah. it was a bad situation that week. It was not, <laughs> not good. Right. I have to say that the magnesium does work. Because okay. what the magnesium does is it actually pulls more um, water into into your colon and okay. helps to with your. That's what the magnesium actually does. Okay, so now, it's 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 drawing water. Correct. That's gotcha. what it does and makes gotcha. things. So I would say that, like I go, now go more than once a day. Doesn't mean like it's like a lot, but yeah, I. And I was thinking about this yesterday because. The other thing is, do you know how many times now on different podcasts I've heard people say to take magnesium or, oh, oh, I take magnesium. And so Phil's, you know, we, I was telling Phil this morning because I listened to hypochondriac door this yes. morning before Phil got up as I was prepping stuff. And they were talking about, um, Sean Hayes was talking about hemorrhoids. Oh, Okay. And then he said, but then I started taking magnesium and then that really, and then she was, and he said, and I also sleep better now. I have to say that there's a couple of things I've noticed. One is that the stool is softer, more frequent, but I mm. also have had less hot flashes. Oh. Would you say that you're sleeping better or? I, I, I sleep well anyway. Right. I would, yeah, I, yeah but, but yeah. Huh. So, but I also heard on another podcast them talking about magnesium. So it's very, it's it's one of those, you know, it's like, oh, I'm going to buy a Jetta, yeah. you know, and I never see yeah. any Jettas on the street, but now I see Jettas everywhere, you know, yeah. it's like, yeah. it's like Contra that. Confirmation bias. Yes, thank yeah. you. Um, but yes, but thank you for asking. So yes, it definitely, and, and it's soon, on my as list soon to as buy I was Canada. doing the stretch, and as soon yes. as she said, like, this is good for digestion, it really helped you go, I thought, huh, I wonder how Sandy's doing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for thinking about me in interesting, that way. Interesting, too, though, that you've noticed that you've had a reduction in hot flashes. I wonder, yeah. I mean, I was going to say, I wonder if there's a connection there, but there has to be some sort of a connection. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I do still plan to go and have my magnesium level checked. The Oh, you know, the other thing is the, the two people I've seen, and one was Steph, she messaged me when I had said you know on the podcast about the magnesium and she said that's part of her like um to to her what do you call it it's not proactive but the prevention or trying to subdue the amount of of like bad headaches that she gets okay that what the doctor told her was and it was to take 500 milligrams of magnesium with i forget the other two i think it might have been vitamin it might be vitamin d she was taking plus mm -hmm. something else Steph, you will correct me. I will get a message from you. <laughs> but then I saw somebody else that we know mm -hmm. um, from a, a workshop that also suffers from migraines. Right. And had a photo of all of the tinctures and drops that she was taking. Ah. And magnesium was one of was... them on there too. Okay. So I do know that magnesium, calcium, vitamin D all complement each other and some are yeah. necessary and need 
um, yeah, to be taken together. And that we often think that magnesium, like a good source is a banana, which then the percentage, like your, your daily record, it's very low mm. because that, that's like, oh, if you're getting restless legs, right? Right. Like yeah. cramps, take, have a banana because mm-hmm. of the magnesium in it. Anyway, anyways, that's, yeah. but yes, all that information to say, yeah. And then this morning I did hear it. Okay, hypochondriactor, because you know, have you listened to this? I haven't listened to it yet. No. You, you will be tickled by it because it's, it is very, very cute. Yeah. So anyway, so a couple of things. Okay, okay. And this is something that we, most people probably have gotten wrong or think the wrong thing. Okay. Chewing gum. Chewing gum, does it take seven years to digest? Is that, is that a true or false? I mean, I certainly heard that as a child. I'm going to say that it's a myth. Correct. It is a myth. Because chewing gum is indigestible. Yeah. It just passes for you. Yeah. Yeah. So, totally not true. Yeah. Which body appendage has the most bones? Oh, that's a really great question. Now I'm thinking about, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like your foot has a lot of bones in it. It's so, the hand. Sorry. Oh, your hand has more, more bones in it than your foot? By one. Uh, I was doing this whole thing like, okay, is it arm or leg? But then I was thinking, I wasn't actually thinking about the arm and leg. I was thinking about, is it the foot or the hand? And I thought that it was the foot. Yeah. Just in case you ever need to know that. I mean, you know, it's helpful, helpful to know those things from time to time. <laughs> and the last one was spam. Do you know, do you know how, you know what spam is, right? I, I like do not, know not like spam as in that, that food product. Do you, are you talking about the food product or are you talking about like spam mail? Like the food product. The food product. That's what I was thinking of. Yes. Do you know? Do you know how, why it's named spam? Oh, you know what, Sandy? Ooh. I I can't tell you the answer to that because I don't know. But as soon as you tell me, I'm going to say like, oh, I knew that because I feel like this is something that my dad knows that he must have told me at some point. <laughs> Of and course, so you're gonna you, you're gonna tell me, and I'm gonna be like, "Oh, I should have been able to tell you that because I did know." Right, because you know there might have been a week when there wasn't there was a, like not quite enough food for a clown around meal, and your dad might have opened up a can of spam. You never, you never know. You never, know. you never know. And my dad knows weird stuff about weird stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it is because it is a combination of spices and ham. Yes. I should have known that. Spices and ham. Spices and ham. Spices and ham. Okay. So then you have just, you have read a book recently and then I have just finished listening to it. Yeah. And it's called the, the things we don't talk about when we talk about fat. What? what Yeah. What we don't talk about when we talk about fat. Correct. Right. So we, we talked about it a little bit on the podcast. Um, Yes. A couple of months ago because I'd read the book and, and so I had some things to say about it and was just sort of, you know, taken, I was taken aback by a couple of the thing, like a couple of the stories that I read in the book. And Mm -hmm. so I remember discussing it a little bit, but you hadn't read it. So I'm really 
but you've now just finished it. I have. And when okay. you say read it, you mean listen to because the author actually narrates it and and Correct. you had you had a little bit to say about that. Correct, I did. <laughs> and how made you feel just her tone? Correct. Which I would agree with. Okay. It was a little it's a little judgy and a little preachy a little. things at certain points that it was that it I was, found a little and turn offish. Yeah. Yeah. I especially I had that experience especially at the beginning. Mm. And a little bit at the very end. And that's exactly exactly the same for me. But the but the middle chunk of the book I was I was quite enthralled with actually. Yeah. So we've spoke many times about BMI. Yes. And in so there were a couple of things that she when she was talking about BMI that I found interesting that I did not know. And then I thought and that some companies how some companies use that information. Yeah. Or use it as a measure, a matrix or or whatever. So BMI uh we no, and we've spoke about before was really it was it was an it was insurance the insurance companies that came up with that sort of uh, measure to yes. determine whether people were insurable or different rates of insurance, right? Correct, correct. So, and that was all because, like in 1972, Ansel Keys, which we know him. Mm-hmm had that very tiny flawed study yeah. that so much of of what we now believe were true measures of health are not true but so many countries also adopted yeah and now even though we know that they are not all, all completely true are still in place mm-hmm. so this was what i did not know is that in okay. 1998 America changed the parameters for the BMI. They actually changed what the original one had been. They reduced it, right? Yes. Because I think they, I think they reduced it from like, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it used to be that either 27 or 28 was the the measure of obese, and yeah. now they've reduced it to 25. 25. And so what happened was that overnight, millions of people became overweight without gaining a pound can you imagine like can you can you i mean i'm just thinking of like a person who was maybe constantly struggling with weight constantly trying to to lose weight and you know or 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 being very self-conscious about their body in relation to these numbers and then believing your body to be what is considered normal and then all of a sudden being told oh no like you were normal yesterday nothing has changed but actually yeah. today you're obese i just it just it feels so judgmental and yet when you hear a story like that and you realize how arbitrary it is mm-hmm. it helped like for me it helps me realize how non like how non-important this act this scale actually is right yeah yeah but the problem is is that that 
that that that measure that matrix that whatever metric that they use as a as a indicator of health mm-hmm. is it, it just it affects so many different companies businesses um people as far as our our worth how we feel about ourselves how other people view us and and it's just bullshit which you know phil this morning is probably thinking oh my god here she goes again because as i was running i was going on about how you know blah 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 and i think he was just trying to run faster to get away from me which isn't (laughs) difficult either um but but then there were then there were a couple of other things that she talked about so that that employers began offering incentives for people who had a bmi of of a, a you know 25 and under so whole foods for example, okay, already offers their employees twenty percent, okay, off. Mm-hmm. But in two thousand and ten, they sort of began they began offering a bigger discount of an extra ten percent to those who had a BMI of twenty five percent or less. Oh my goodness! Okay, now I've tried to see if this is still in place now, right? Um, and I can't I can't find that. But okay. um, Whole Foods. Wow. I, I, I was like this morning looking I at just, all Something like that, like, I guess the point is, like, is it supposed to be motivating? Like, is it supposed to, is it supposed to say to a person like me, um, if you lost more weight, you would get a bigger discount, like get off your butt. Like, is that mm. the, the idea? Like that is, first of all, <laughs> it's not, I don't think that's effective. I don't, I don't, I mean, congratulations to all those people who have a BMI under 25 and are getting an extra discount, like yay you, but anyone who is, has a BMI that is over 25, I don't think that is going to incentivize a weight loss the only thing it would incentivize me to do is to look for a different job okay so i've actually now got i've got their thing team member healthy discount incentive program so it's complete it's a voluntary program too okay so it's not mandatory so team members who participate in this voluntary program have the opportunity to increase their team member store discount to a maximum of 30 percent if they meet the biometric criteria outlined below so participation consists of regularly achieving the specified biometric screening results aside from not using nicotine products team members are not required to follow a specific eating or exercise plan as part of this right so the discount remains in effect for 24 months from the date it's issued and if you for those who have qualified for an additional discount will need to submit updated screening results from a, a, a designated facility or provider every 24 months so months or it will be reduced back so you wow. the different so they here are the measures okay nicotine use gives you an additional amount having a healthy blood pressure but they actually have, if it's 140 over 90, then they get this much. If it's 130 over 80, you get this much. If it's 120 over 80, okay? Total cholesterol, also a measure. 
which is ludicrous when cholesterol is one of the measures that 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 we know is mainly determined by like her, her, um, your hereditary and biological build. And then the last thing is the BMI. Wow. Oh, so to get BMI, so to get the max, oh, the, here's, that's the discount. So it goes bronze is 22, silver 25, gold 27, platinum's 30. To have platinum, so a 30%, you don't smoke. Blood pressure is 115 over 75. Your total cholesterol or LDL is um, less than 150 or LDL less than 80. And your BMI is less than 23 or your waist to height ratio less than 45. So, I mean, interesting. And the reason that they, they, they say they do it is, you know yeah. why? Yeah. Health costs. Yeah. Um, which is also kind of not, mm, not always, like there are still people who would meet those criteria. Yes. That could also be diabetic could also yeah. have, you know, have a heart attack just as, you know, I mean, yeah. there's a lot of different things, have, have bad knees, need a, a knee replacement, hip replacement, all kinds of mm. things. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. anyways, so there was wow. that. Wow. And what was that? What was the program called? It is called Team Member Healthy Discount Incentive Program. Team Member Healthy Discount yeah. Incentive Program. Correct. Wow. Now, if anyone knows someone that, because I can't find uh, anything uh, newer than 2010 okay. uh, on that. So I don't know if it is still a current plan yeah. or if it is no longer a plan in place. So I would also be interested to know, and maybe Sandy, you know of some of things, like you've worked for company, like for a variety of different companies, like what are other companies doing to incentivize health because here's the thing i don't necessarily think it's a bad thing for employers to encourage their employees to be healthy mm -hmm. i don't think that this is the way to do it i i feel like this i this feels very punitive to me this yeah. feels like um you don't reach these measures then you don't get this you know correct and so I'm just thinking, like, what do other companies do? So one of the things that WW did in the last, has done in the last couple of years, but they didn't always, but in the last couple of years, they offered like an extra little stipend that it was like, here's an, uh, you know, once a year, you're going to get an extra, I think it was like $150 to use for some sort of health related thing like if you want to put it towards a gym membership if you want to use it for some yoga if you want to use it to um like put your kids in sports or like whatever like it was like here's a little extra bit of money for you because we'd like you to we don't want money to necessarily be a barrier against things that you might want to do for your own health right Correct. and i mean yeah. it's it's sort of peanuts in in the grand scheme of things but but i feel like to say here is some here is some money for you to use towards any of these possible options that could mm -hmm. be 
beneficial for your health, whether, whether you want to use it for a massage, you want to use it for like whatever. Yes. Right. I feel like that's such a more positive way for a company yeah. to go about encouraging health than to say, everyone gets this basic discount, but if you can meet these targets, your discount gets increased. Mm. Yeah. You know, am I, am I being too sensitive about that? Or? I, I, maybe, I mean, you, well, no, there, I can't tell you, you know, how something, you know, sits or lands with you. I, 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 I just found it very strange. I, honestly, here's the thing, to be truthful, yeah. in, when she mentions it in the book, I either she didn't clarify what the plan was or I missed that everybody got 20%. Right. So I it wasn't thought... it wasn't like you were either nothing or Correct. something. Okay. Right. And that so, does make it marginally better. So that I thought I initially I was like, what? How yeah. can they do that? Blah 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 blah. So then I had to look and see what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. the other thing is that then she just, you know, talks about other companies that offer wage increases. Um and these are these are the organized. She didn't say which companies, but it was um, where where people might earn like four point six percent more than what like the um, the contract that had been negotiated by the union was offering for people who were healthier, and also the, and the BMI was what was used. Though she, I don't, she didn't mention because I did, I would have wrote that down. But it says it's not only as like the BMI now being used solely as a measure of our health in quotations, mm -hmm. but it also gives perks to those people with a BMI. It, it gives perks to those with it under, but makes anyone with a BMI above that feel like less than. Mm -hmm. right? Well, and that's what I'm wondering. Like, I'm wondering if I'm just a little salty because I wouldn't qualify. <laughs> A little salty. I mean, maybe. I mean, you know, on some of the measures, I would qualify just fine. Like, you know, put put a put a blood put a blood pressure uh, cuff on my arm. I'm I'm ready for you. But, yeah. but once again, like that also is hereditary. Like my my mom has low blood pressure, and so mm -hmm. my blood pressure also is low. My dad has high blood pressure. If I had his genes in that particular like instance then and i mean that's not to say that there isn't a correlation between blood yes. pressure and weight because there absolutely, absolutely is. is but even i will tell you also and i of course i'm you know i'm a you know research study of one like i'm the only you know case case study here <laughs> but like even at my heaviest weight my blood pressure was not high yeah but you but, know and, and that has nothing to do with me correct Right? Yes. I mean, like, so, it has nothing to do with my actions. It's just my body, right? But there are other, there, sometimes that, like you said, that does make a difference. Like, the person's sure. weight, the foods they eat, because you can, for you sure. can still carry a lot of weight and be healthy. For sure. Like, and, like you said, eat healthy. Eat healthy is eat I mean. healthily, yes. Right? Yes. It's because too much of a good thing is still too much of a good thing. Yeah, for right? sure. It's still too much. For sure. So, um, so anyway, so there was that. Okay. Oh, and wow. then, I'm, and then, I'm, I'm so curious to know, I'm curious to know like people who are listening, like if, if companies that you work for, or if, if you own your own company, like, do you have incentive programs for, for because like I said, like, 
I think in theory it's a good idea. I think yeah. it's it's how it gets. Well, I do. So fifty percent. This is her stat. Fifty percent okay. of large um, companies operate some sort of a wellness program. Right. Right. And and so said so some of them actually like monitor their employees like like information, which. If it was a voluntary thing, yeah. then I think there's nothing wrong with that. I, but if they're going to use that to, I agree. Like, you know, sort of pit people against one another. I agree. You know, then no. My experience with wellness programs. Yeah. So when I worked, like when I worked for McDonald's, there was zero. There was yeah. none. I'm sure there is something now. I was going to say, I wonder if today I'm sure, in 2021 I'm sure there is. Yeah. It would, having worked for them for so long, it would really surprise me for them not to have something. Right. Working for Canadian Tire, I worked for an independent person. And there was, at my level, there was an amount of money that was part of my compensation that was for, and I could use it for many things. I could use it to have braces i could use it to have some you know any health thing I, it yeah. was i just it was just an amount that that i could use yeah. now i do know that a lot of companies have transitioned over the years as to what that actually means right. and that for like the bank the bank now says all right here's an amount of money and you get to choose what you do with it before it was very cumbersome like i have to buy a gym membership and then if i don't get it then this guy gets it and i didn't get right. it and then i had to do go through all of that i understand why employers do that because now mm -hmm. if you've just given people money people aren't going to always use that for sure for sure but then they also go and pay for a membership at the gym and they don't use it either Right. And so, so wouldn't you rather than be using the money for something they're actually going to correct do yes. or use? Yeah. Yeah. And wellness, again, that amount of money could be used for massages. Like you said, mm -hmm. it could be used for chiropractic care. That's not covered. There's a lot of different things. I mean, health and wellness, as far as like covering for braces or for, um, crowns or whatever, there, there definitely is like, that is classified as health and wellness. For sure. Right? It's how you feel about yourself is all a part of that sure. broader package than it well, used to be. And things like braces and crowns and things like it's all a part of your oral health too. Like it's, yeah. it's more, it's more than just cosmetic. For sure. And in, it, in almost every case, I would say it's more than just cosmetic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you know, people who are lifelong thin people, like fitness is rewarded because of what the BMI is. Yeah. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they're any healthier than someone who's ever. And so I can, you, you've just said like for yourself who, who, you know, wouldn't be in whatever this BMI, like whatever. Yeah. yeah. And I teeter on the edge of it. Right. So today i feel like that would be even fine oh my goodness i feel like that would be even worse like at least for me i know like okay so i don't qualify fine but for you like you said like so today i qualify but tomorrow i don't and especially and, yeah. if it was like every 24 months you had to like do your metrics yes. and you're like but what if this is my up day <laughs> oh it's you know but that would and be it was so stressful well that also causes people to do crazy things right like take laxatives 
yeah. to dehydrate, yeah. Yeah. to fat, you know, to do all of those things that maybe are not like, it, it's just seems like crazy. Like, you know, mm-hmm. but mine for sure is like, can be a, a pound, a half a pound yeah. makes a freaking difference, you know, silliness. Oh, um, that's why anyway. So, and we've talked, I know we've talked about BMI a lot, a lot, a lot. I, I know, I, but I don't I, feel like we've talked about this in particular. Yeah. But just that they, they changed the BMI goalposts in 1998. Yeah. And then the stats just made a huge, huge shift. So I don't remember that from that book, but we're currently reading a book, the two of us that we're yeah. going to talk about next week. Yeah. And it's in that book. That's why I knew that number. Okay. Because so, I, I literally just read that yesterday. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So then a couple of other things that, that yeah, now I, I might yeah. be mixing these two books together. I certainly hope not. No, it wasn't. No, you're so not. So there was a potato chip. There's a product okay. that is, do you, do you know what I'm talking about? Do you, do you remember the potato chip thing? Yes, so because hard- I ate these. I really? ate these potato chips. Yes. <laughs> so they were called Lay's Wow chips. Yes. Honey, yeah. but I ate bags and bags of them. Henny, did you experience anal leakage? I'm just going to get down to it. I did not experience anal leakage, but I did experience um, abdominal diarrhea. No, I didn't have any cramping. Okay, when they talked, the anal leakage was what got me. I'm like, first of all, just, I just want to say that because because I don't have a lot of opportunities to talk about anal leakage. <laughs> so now you just want to say it as many times as you can in the next 60 seconds. And that I get to, and I didn't even know that, a, that, that the extra special part of it was that I was going to actually get to ask you right out, Henny, have you experienced anal leakage? <gasps> I did not experience anal leakage. No, I was okay. fortunate. But I, but I will tell you that, they, that those chips gave me diarrhea. Henny, I, I honestly, this is, I've never even heard of these chips. Oh my goodness, Sandy, this is wild. I can't believe that we've never had this conversation because, okay, so these, there was something, there's something, there was something put in these chips that was supposed to be, and correct me if I'm wrong, it was like a fat blocker or something. They are fat-free potato chips. The product that, that what you're talking about is called Olestra. Yes. And so what would happen is your body your body was not able to absorb any of the fat and so that's why that's why people experienced anal leakage and cramping because the when you ate that product it literally went right through you so they, that, so they had plain yeah they yeah. had barbecue yeah they had, um, I think they had um, like a Tostitos, like a nacho uh-huh. as well. Uh-huh. I'm looking, and yep. like, and like, uh, okay, so I could even tell you <laughs> what year this would have been because the year that I studied in Paris, my dad sent me like in the mail, like big cardboard boxes six big cardboard boxes filled with these bags of potato chips he sent them like i don't know what he paid to send them um airmail from or like from hamilton to paris 
over the Atlantic Ocean sent me these potato chips. Hilarious. Because at that time in my life, I that was the first, it was just after I'd first gotten to goal. So I was in my late teens and early 20s. What year? What year are you gonna guess? With the... Um. Okay. So I graduated two thousand. Okay, September two thousand one to it would have been two thousand three, two thousand four. So interesting. These were these actually were first introduced in nineteen ninety eight. Oh wow! You would probably not have been able to find them in France because there's no way that the French government and the food administration there would ever approve that product. They did, they did not exist in France. No. <laughs> and I'm wondering, were they even sold in Canada? I don't think so. I think my dad got the, I think we only got them in the States. And so I think my dad must have gone to the States to get them and brought them here. And then we, and then sent them to me. Yeah. So that would have been 2003, 2004. So Alestra was approved by the FDA in the U.S. Um, for use as a food additive in 1996 and was initially used in potato chips under the WOW brand by Frito. Yep. As of 2013, Lay's Light Chips were still available and listed oh, wow. Olestra as an ingredient. However, okay. they were discontinued in 2016. Okay. Well, I would have said that we, I would have said that we stopped buying those chips much earlier than 2013. Like I would have said probably close soon after I came home from France, we would have stopped buying those chips. Like they must've been more difficult to find. But, so, so an entire bag of chips, Sandy, at that, yeah. at that time, now it was a different yeah. WW program at that yeah, time, yeah, yeah. but at that time, the entire bag of chips was six points. Well, it would be because um, that was the slider. You're talking about like yep. the 10 years of points. Correct. And um, you know, fibers up, fat would be down so if it was zero fat and I'm sure that the fiber was probably quite uh, high yeah. in those so but they like yeah. they felt like they tasted like regular potato chips they felt like they left grease on your fingers yeah I well. remember like I remember when we first found them and I think there was maybe a cheddar and sour cream flavor as well I remember when we first found them we like we thought we'd hit gold like it was crazy so there's an article here. It's called the potato chip that destroyed the bowels of America. <laughs> <It was. laughs> but, and there's a quote That's from hilarious. someone saying, this quote is best. These fake chips are causing me to poop myself blind. That's amazing. Now, Henny, did you make the connection at the time though, that there was the chips that were making you give, giving you diarrhea? Like, did Oh you yeah. 100%. That? Oh yeah. 100%. So you just planned out. Yeah. Where you were going to be when you were eating the chips? So yeah, that it was you were fine. Consuming. And like for me, it wasn't even like it wasn't even like immediate. Like I ate the chips and then immediately I had to go. It was just when like if I if I'd eaten those chips, I knew that the next time I went to the bathroom, it was oh. it was going to be a diarrhea situation. Okay, well you know at least your sphincter is working a little bit better. <laughs> maybe maybe I was just lucky because I was young. I don't know. Although, it was still all intact and, you know. <laughs> yeah, like maybe if you gave, them me, if you gave them to me now, it'd be a different yeah, story. Yeah. We're not giving them before a run? No, thank you. This is going to be bad. Yeah, before a run. No, thank you. Oh, dear. Oh, yeah. my goodness. I can't believe that you've never heard of these chips. Yeah, and I've that, never heard of them. 
I think even around that time, there must have been something that like this Olestra, like, I wonder if for a small, I wonder if for a short period of time, it was even like something that they were testing, like, as a, as a pill that you could take, because, because I think that that was a discussion that my dad's endocrinologist might have had with him as like a way to help him like kickstart weight loss at some point in his life. And then, it was a, it, and it would have been around the same time as the as the Wow potato chips. Like, I'm and now I'm just like scrolling and like there's so many articles here on here. It says Olestria, aka Oleon, aka unwashable and indestructible ass grease. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, because you know. that because that happened because you because. All of the fat, of course, wasn't being absorbed by your body. And so what was left in the toilet bowl was fatty. It says an indigestible molecule. Yeah. Like this is, this is, this is like, you know, for me, the last couple of years of like, oh, is like, these are artificial things. They yeah. are not, they are not food in any shape no, or form. No, no. Right. An no. indigestible molecule, it inhibits the absorption of vitamins and minerals, causing abdominal cramping, loose stools, gas. But then someone here is like, because anal leakage makes potato chips taste even better. Let's make a potato chip using a special oil that causes your ass to leak out shit and grease. <laughs> I I could literally just like, it would be Smile. like yesterday watching, watching, uh, uh what was that YouTube game videos oh you, family feud <laughs> family feud yeah oh dear oh my, all like, right oh my yeah okay. so potato so potato chips wow wow lays potato chips yeah. i i can tell you firsthand experience what that was like so 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 interesting well i learned something about you today that i never knew before that's <laughs> amazing <laughs> totally amazing totally nutrisystem yeah Nutrisystem was sued by a few, quite a few people because their food actually caused people gallbladder disease. I remember reading that in that book. I remember that. So then I had to Google that today. Okay. To yeah. Why? And it, and basic, and the only information so far that I was able to find was that it, it was because of how fast the weight loss was when you use their products oh. that causes the gallbladder to, you end up with like gallstones, like all kinds of stuff. And it does not work as it should. Okay. Requiring a lot of people to need to have their gallbladder removed. Wow. So then anyway, so I was, I was, you know, this is what we were talking about at breakfast this morning. And so then Phil says, well, what's the difference with that? And like, Inter like fasting and I said well what kind of fasting he's like fasting and he and honestly yeah and so he doesn't under he doesn't believe that he gave me the lip when he did it and right. I was like what does that mean and what kind of fasting intermittent fasting fasting like Brock was doing for so many days so many hours and he's like fasting fasting I'm like I know. <laughs> and then he didn't want to talk about it anymore it caused like it was causing a, like a domestic kid <laughs> Because I was so rude. So, like, <laughs> because, you, because you were certain that there are different types of fasting and he just felt like fasting was fasting. 
because there are different types of fasting. Of course. I said, intermittent fasting, how many hours, whatever. And, he, and then I said to him, I said, he said, well, well, not like, you know, seven hours. I go, well, that's what breakfast is. It's the breaking the fast. And they started laughing. I'm like, I didn't miss make that up. That's exactly <laughs> what the freaking thing is called. Like I just pulled that out of my, my, my. It's a little bit of anal non, leakage here. Non-anal leakage, but yeah, I just pulled that out of that. But I don't think he actually like under like I think he just thinks I made that up. But that is that is no, true. Not that's a real thing. You didn't make you didn't make that up. That's a real. So thing. I said to him, well, some people might be like, like set twelve hours. Like they may consider that. Well, that but that's not the kind. Like you can't just fast for twelve hours and that'll help you lose weight. But actually, it can because if you have a problem with eating, like before going to bed, then maybe that would be. But I said no. But there could be like there's sixteen and eight, like you know yeah. there's like three days and five and, and, and sorry, three days and four days or two days yeah. and five. There's yeah. all different shapes. And f anyways, he didn't want to hear about it at that point. Cause yeah, <laughs> I don't talk about it anymore. <laughs> but I don't, I, and they, but the reality but what is, actually, is the difference. What, so what I is the difference know. between something like that? Oh, okay. I don't know, but I, so, but that's like when I was Googled, like the gallbladder, you thing. know what it must be. And I'm just, pure this is pure speculation i have no idea whether or not this is correct so don't don't take this for accurate information but it must be like the overall amount of nutrition you're giving your body because like based on based on what i understand about intermittent fasting after reading jen stevens book the idea is that you are treating your body well you're like, and giving your body the nutrition that it needs, you're just doing it in like a sort of a funky breakup, like or broken up schedule. Mm -hmm. Whereas with Nutrisystem, like Nutrisystem is a highly restrictive, extremely low calorie diet. Yeah. And it could also be because the, it is all pre-packaged and, and bought foods and a lot of shakes, right? I think you start your day with a shake as or a, maybe two days with a shake. As opposed to like, like whole foods full of nutrient and whole grains and, you know. And, and that's, that's my point is that uh -huh. in the Nutrisystem, you don't know what else has been put into it. Yeah. To give it flavor enhancers, yeah. all of those things, which are all done in those flavor houses out now, you know, yeah. we know about anyways, but wow. it did cause a little bit of a, you know, at seven <laughs> o'clock in the morning, which was just not necessary. <laughs> oh dear. Rid ridiculous. <laughs> anyway. So, okay. This, this, I didn't know this was, um, the, um, uh, eating, there's actually like the, the name of it, this eating disorder. Mm -hmm. I have heard of this, especially with people who are either bulimic, anorexic, only because of watching that show that I was watching, right? Mm -hmm. um, but it's called orthorexia. Mm -hmm. now, had you heard that term before? Mm -mm. No, not until I read this book. Yeah. And so that's very interesting because it is... And you can understand as how people get to that point. It's like when you decide that you're going to eat in a very healthy way and then you become obsessed with 
reading food labels. Where did it come from? Is there anything added to it? How many calories is it? Like nutritionally, is this the best thing to have? But it becomes compulsive mm -hmm. or then you'll start cutting out certain food groups. So I'm not going to eat anything with gluten. I'm not eating anything with added sugars in it, blah, blah, blah. And it you end up with this, you become, you only eat very, very few foods that you now have deemed to be healthy. Mm -hmm. And so I, having watched that British show, I, I, they actually have had people on there that, that, that is what they suffer from, but they, right. I missed if they've ever called it that. Right, it right, right. That the show that I'm watching, it's quite, it's quite a few years old and that maybe that term is something that yeah. has, has come up, you know, um, with, the, I think there's been a, you know, in the last, you know, five to 10 years, for sure, more people, like there's a lot more health washing, a lot of, a lot more people are more in tune to reading nutritional labels mm -hmm. and becoming very focused in on, mm -hmm. on things. It is, it is something that, you know, with WW that I remember as as a coach with people you know okay well well how much sodium's in that how much this is in that how much that and I remember like for myself it's like artificial sweeteners becomes mm -hmm. something that people become very opposed to mm -hmm. and I and I understand if you want to make that for your own choice your own personal mm -hmm. choice but I remember for myself thinking and and actually saying it's like salt content is not something at this point that I need to be um, concerned with because mm -hmm. I don't have high blood pressure that I need to like, or, you know, heart issues that I need to be, you know, on a very mm -hmm. low sodium diet. And that as you transition eating and eat less processed foods and more whole foods that over, that takes care of itself. And so sometimes when you have a few canned things or processed things, yeah. it's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, yeah. But if I started to be so concerned about all of those things, especially in the beginning of my weight loss journey, I would not eat anything. Mm -hmm. And, and I, and, and I think that even like today when there's so many things, people are like, oh, I'm trying to intermittent fast and I'm trying to do mm -hmm. this. You're trying to take good things from all of these plans. And, and, and some of them are, are really ways of life of like just how you're going to eat as long term yep. and you can't put them all together and think that you're going to necessarily be successful mm -hmm. by doing so mm -hmm. and and it just I thought about that as as when you know this, this orthorexia and it was yeah. like oh I can see though how people become very obsessed with it mm -hmm. it's yeah. super interesting to me yeah well I think that I remember that part of the book. Like I remember coming across that and, and also being taken by that. Just the idea that, oh, like, oh, that's a thing. Like, yeah. And like, and something that I could see being a, cons like something that I could see myself falling into. Because uh -huh. I think, I think when, when we have, I mean, when we have things 
in our lives that are difficult for us to manage. Like it, it tends to be because there's something that is either like similar or is an addiction or it's something that is some sort of compulsive behavior or something about control or it's some, like yeah. it's it's something in that kind of area whether it's exactly one of those things or a little bit of all of those things or whatever and so i think what often happens is that when we try to eliminate one of these habits we uh like replace it with something else yeah. And so, you know, so when I think of myself, like, you know, to like, because I would call myself a compulsive eater. Like, mm -hmm. I think, I think that is 100, without having been diagnosed with that, I think it's, is a 100% fair assessment of, of the way that I interact with food and the way that I like to eat. Like I, it, there's something compulsive about it. And so it, it would make sense to me that when I, I, I'm able to suppress the compulsive nature of my eating, then where does that compulsiveness go to? Yeah. Well, it goes to ensuring that I get a certain amount of steps every day. It goes to, uh, you know, or it could go towards checking food labels like, like a, you know, yeah. like I can't stop doing it. Like now it hasn't gone to checking food labels, but, but definitely I would say, there was a point in my in in my life where I was absolutely obsessed with uh, the amount of activity that I was getting mm -hmm. and the type of activity and the number of steps and all of those things and and um and so it's like, okay, but you know now you've just taken this one like obsess obsession really and shifted it into something else and for now is it a healthier obsession yes but is it necessarily yeah. going to be no because you're going to hurt yourself or you are going to hurt yourself and then instead of resting and taking care of yourself you're going to continue to go like you know what I mean mm -hmm. like so I think it's for me that really struck a chord because I was like oh yeah like that need to do something to excess doesn't necessarily like that I I don't know I don't know if that goes away yeah no and and Henny the I have the exact same like that is what my that was that was my obsession my obsession would be is like mm -hmm. the activity and getting so much activity a day and then whatever but and and then I but then I had to start thinking about okay well how old are you are you going to be able to maintain that all the time for the rest mm -hmm. of your life no that no. is not no is this type of activity the only one or do you need to sort of yeah. be more open to trying different things yes. or are there opportunities and have there been times when that type of activity is not I have not been able to do it just because of where I've been or been yeah. on holidays or whatever yeah. how does my body react to that mm -hmm. and if you don't give it a test run mm -hmm. it it becomes very scary and yeah. once you give it a test run you realize oh I don't actually need to do that all the time no like no. I'm not going to gain all my weight back if for a yeah. week I had three of the five days or three of the seven days that I yeah. just laid on the beach and did absolutely nothing right. and got 3,000 steps right but but it's scary yeah until you actually are forced and often it's yeah. forced into that yeah. to do yeah. that right 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. So, I, so yeah. I like I can see that, and well, yeah. and it's and like you said too, going back to you know your comment about it just being so overwhelming if you're trying to keep track of abs. Absolutely. Ugh. Like I can't even begin to imagine how challenging or how stressful that would be to be monitoring absolutely everything. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? I And, and I can see how WW, the plans have evolved. Like yeah. I, from two, I think from 2000 to 2010, that was definitely how we were programmed because mm -hmm. we had the slider and all we were looking at was certain things on a food label. Yeah. Where now when you have the zero point foods, mm -hmm. then you know, but even within the zero point foods, you can get to a point where you're eating too many because you yeah. think, and I, I mean, we had a work, your workshop on Saturday, I heard someone and they kept saying that, you know, they are um, free foods. Well, if you eat too many free foods and I was like, oh, they're not free. Why are you saying free? Free, free and zero is different. Zero is actually like a is uh, a numerical value a numerical value yes where I was yeah. looking for yes and and so the language around it does yeah as opposed to free correct. foods which sounds like unlimited you know all you can eat buffet yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Ooh, and Rosa, all you can eat buffet but see for me to go somewhere where there's an all you can eat salad bar I am like that makes me that tickles my fancy because I can fill up on all of the, the yeah. like the veg, but and and then I can put all of the little dumps like I want on it, you know, like a little bit of nuts, a little bit of this, and a little bit of and croutons are the thing that I will never have unless they're homemade. Yeah, I'm not interested in that. Either. But if they're out of a bag or whatever, I'm not really interested no, in. I'm not either. Um, you know, but, mostly why I'm not interested in them because they're so crunchy that my like my misophonia can't handle. It. I don't like the sound. Okay. Even on yourself. Even on myself. Even so like even if I myself am eating the the crouton, it's annoying to me. So you've never had Captain Crunch then? It annoys me. The whole t I often will like listen to something in my earbuds. Okay, because <laughs> because th that would be like, what do I do? I really want them, but I really want them, but can't handle the sound. <laughs> But they're also sharp and they hurt your mouth sometimes. They hurt your mouth them? so bad. Right. Yes. <laughs> and like, you know that I didn't have just like an appropriate sized bowl. Oh. Like, you know I ate half the box, right? My entire mouth is raw inside. <laughs> but they were so good. <laughs> because and because they're not good when they're soggy. No, you have to eat them fast. <laughs> and Fruit Loops are very similar. That is true. They don't get as soggy quite as fast, though. You can take your time with them. Yeah. But, okay, and Lucky Charms, while I like the marshmallows, it makes a weird sensation in my mouth. Yeah, I'm not interested in a Lucky Charm. I don't care about a Lucky Charm. <laughs> this is just gone. Sorry, people. You know, I mean, I there are, some of you are like, yes, I understand. <laughs> and I've there are a few there are a few places that we always seem to come back to, and cereal happens to be one of them. <laughs> All right, well, Sandy, this was so much fun for me to hear you like pick out some of these things, like details from the book, and like and to have some conversations that we've never had before. Yes. So thank you for that. And the next time we are chatting, we will be doing so in my living room. And also, what am I bringing? I really hope that you're bringing Walnut Crunch, but I don't want to count on it.
but I really I I, I need to make that happen on Saturday so that I make sure that I have it for Sunday. But okay. that is my plan is to be like checking that out, doing that. That sounds all sorts of fantastic. Like well, excited. Um, Sandy, that was an absolute pleasure, and. To all of you wonderful folks who listen to us and support us and are so kind to us, thank you so much. Keep keep doing what you're doing and keep uh, messaging us and sharing things with us, ideas, things that you've read or listened to, yes. or or you know chime in on things that we've been talking about too. We always love to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right, my friend. Well, thank you and um, enjoy the rest of your day. And I will see you soon. All right. Bye. All right. Ciao.